Cool, let's try again. Now we're good, we're back. So, first and foremost, let's light some candles. Numero uno. There we go. And just because I like the smell of it, Let's light some Palo Santo as well. And let me close the laptop so that you can see me properly. Here we go. How oh, you like my golden lighter? I bought this in Cologne last weekend, but I don't want to talk about my lighter. Today I want to talk about health and fitness and why health and fitness have improved my life and the quality of my life and I'm here to share what has been most valuable to me on my journey and I hope mm, I hope that it inspires you to rethink the way you live in a way because I feel like it is really important to stay fit and healthy and there's one sentence I think that really makes this clear and it goes a healthy person has a thousand wishes an unhealthy person only has one which is to be healthy and the saying only exists because only if you're healthy, you can have a thousand wishes. Because if you're not healthy, it's obvious what your biggest wish is going to be, which is to be healthy. And to me, to live a healthy life, working out and having a proper nutrition, is one of the most important keystone habits which will also spill over into other areas of your life so how do I start this without making it too long because my goal is to compromise everything I want to share right now within 15 to 20 minutes so I was a very active kid I had a very natural natural and active upbringing. I walked a lot. We had a dog. We didn't really use the car often. I took my bike where I needed to take it and I played soccer. So I never carried a lot of weight. And there was one time in my life I injured my collarbone while driving ski and I put on about 15 kilograms. I don't remember exactly how much it was. It was enough that people started picking at me, that people started making fun of me, that people started poking my belly and that hurt me so much that I wanted to lose weight again. What I learned a couple of years back um, as I got into coaching and as I did a course on coaching is that we have goals on the superficial level, which for me was losing weight. And we have goals behind our goals, which are the actual drive towards our goals. And my actual goal was to feel confident in my body and my body's abilities. And my goal was to feel at home in my body. But feeling conf confident, feeling comfortable 
and feeling at home were like the top three reasons why I started working out. So I lost the weight by just starving myself. Basically, I didn't really know how to lose weight properly. So the most logical way to me was to just reduce everything I ate. So I hardly ate anything and I became really obsessed with standing on the scale and I was really paranoid about gaining weight whenever I ate something I actually enjoyed. So I might have lost weight, I might have even gotten a six pack by losing weight and doing a couple of sit-ups every day on the side, but I didn't really achieve my goal to feel confident, feel comfortable and feel at home in my body. So. I was really happy that I had a friend at the time who started working out as well. So we started going to the gym together and I got introduced to intermittent fasting, which is a way of eating where you have 16 hours where you don't eat and you have an eating window of eight hours a day maximum. Nowadays, I fast around 20 hours a day. Back at the time, I did 16 hours every day. And it's funny because um, I was able to maintain the way I ate from at home. So my mom used to cook back then. So I was just able to eat what mom cooked. Basically, I cut away the junk food that I had eaten as I gained weight. And <laughs> I remember that whenever I would have afternoon school, for example, which I don't know, went until 30. I would usually not go and get some food in the cafeteria or a bakery around the corner or a restaurant, kebab, whatever you would eat during lunch break because it was something special to us. I would fast until after the lunch break and I had my, my post-workout shake prepared which had like fucking 70 grams of protein and really good macronutrients. And uh, I ate that and fasted during school instead of going to the cafeteria like everybody else. And it made me feel so special and so confident in myself because when you fast, you're going to experience it, especially in the first couple of weeks of fasting. You're going to have a lot of different stimuli around you that make you want to eat. And it was the same for me. As people were eating their breakfast, I didn't eat. As people went and bought their food outside of school, I went with them. I went through the supermarket without buying anything. I went and sat down with the others without eating anything. And it takes a huge amount of discipline and willpower to maintain a fast and to not give in to this sensation or this thought of needing food. And it's funny once you start fasting because you realize that we've been conditioned to think that we need breakfast. And if you think about the most natural way us humans have eaten, we are hunters and gatherers, supermarkets, bakeries, kebab stores, pizza stores, fast food restaurants in general, they don't come natural to us. So a couple of hundred years back, it wasn't normal for people to have breakfast. Even they would go out, they would hunt and they would eat as soon as they had hunted something, which could have taken them up to two to three days. So fasting was our normal natural state. And 
not only are you going to improve your willpower and not only did I improve my willpower and discipline with fasting, I also improved many more aspects when it comes to nutrition. You're going to, I crashed basically my whole entire belief system around food and the way I needed food and as an energy source. Because if you look at it, if you start eating in the morning and let's say you have breakfast at eight and then I would have breakfast before I went to school, 7.30, I'd have a bowl of cereal. Then I would have a bread at nine. Then I would have a bread at 11. Then I would have lunch at maybe one, two o'clock. Then I would come home, do my homework, go out and do stuff that kids do. And then I would eat, which is like six meals a day. And if you fast, you cut down to like two proper meals a day. So you have four meals of energy left that your body didn't use for digesting the food that you took in from seven until three or five. And not only willpower and discipline went up for me, also, like I said, <laughs> and that's uh, a really, really obvious thing, I have more energy when I fast. And it's crazy because so many people believe that they need food to have energy and actually energy is created from within not saying that you don't need food at all but you can do many more things that give you energy instead of eating and i feel like also clients in my coaching have had this belief that they need food to have energy to produce results and through fasting their confidence in themselves and in their discipline has gone through the roof because they can all fast and they can all withstand hunger <laughs> because oftentimes we're not hungry oftentimes we're bored or oftentimes we feel uncomfortable feelings and emotions that we don't want to feel and therefore distract ourselves with food and i feel like i have more energy throughout my day i'm not stressing about food all day thinking about what i should eat what i can eat what i shouldn't eat what i can't eat and i feel like if i if I eat, I want it to be fun. I want to eat things that taste good and that I like eating, which doesn't mean that I like overeating or which doesn't mean that I only pig out on fast food, pizza, burgers, kebab, chips, chocolate, whatever there is. No, I just enjoy eating well at scale. And therefore I can allow myself to even not restrict myself. And that's where I feel like fasting is really beneficial because I only have eight hours a day maximum where I eat nowadays. It's more like four hours a day where I eat. And I feel like I don't wanna feed my body with food that doesn't optimize its performance because I have fasted so long that now I have really deserved a proper meal and therefore <laughs> I eat way healthier and way more balanced when I'm fasting whereas if I have mm, three four five five meals throughout the day my energy levels are constantly up and down and up and down and up and down and actually my mood is that I'd like to rest all day if I eat <laughs> so that's why for example today I'm recording this at be I believe 233 ish something like that I worked out prior to recording this podcast and now I'm gonna break my fast oh, and my beautiful girlfriend who I love very much made me this awesome 
bowl reminiscent of Thailand because she cooked up rice with coconut milk and sweetened it, I believe, with honey. And she cut some pineapple up, some apricots and some blackberry. And mm, I basically broke my fast at three o'clock today, roundabout. So to sum up the fasting thing, because it's really important to me that you take something away from this, try out fasting. The first three, four weeks are gonna be really uncomfortable, which is one opportunity to grow for you. I grew a lot there too, because you're gonna crash your belief system around food, you're gonna learn that you have enough energy with or without food, and that you can go for days without food, literally. The longest fast I've done was like five days, and it was a really spiritual experience, but it was also a really willpower harnessing experience because I pushed through these five days and after the third day, I just felt this burst of energy, which was indescribable. The only thing I don't like about fasting is that your breath kind of starts smelling from the ketones. But anyways, you will break food addiction and every kind of unserving belief when it comes to nutrition. Also, you're going to develop a healthier relationship with food because you, I, I started appreciating the food that I had and I wanted to honor my body in a way where I would give it the nutrients that it deserves after fasting for so long. And not only that, I developed willpower and discipline through withstanding the impulses of eating when it's time to fast. And I don't stress as much about foods that aren't supposed to be healthy because at the end of the day, there is no healthy or unhealthy. There are no groceries that I deem as healthy or unhealthy because I eat whatever I want to eat. It's the amount that I put into my body that makes something healthy or unhealthy because I can say I eat healthy, but in reality, I don't really eat healthy because I maybe have a salad a day, but I also have a pizza, a burger, and some soft drinks with it. So I don't want anybody to restrict. I want everybody to have as much energy as they can and to feel as confident and as energized and as comfortable in their body and as at home as they can. And therefore, I highly recommend you start fasting because the willpower for me went up. The discipline for me went up. It spilled over into other areas of my life. Whoever I share it with has the best experience they can have. You have more energy and it's not an obsessive, restrictive way of eating. It's simply quitting food at 8 o'clock at night and eating again at 12, which isn't even lunchtime. Lunchtime in Germany starts at 1. So... It's basically just skipping breakfast and a snack. Can't be that hard, right? And I wouldn't recommend fasting as the only tool to lose weight because if you're in a position right now where you might have not taken care of your body as well as you could have the last couple of years, I would also recommend you start like getting a feel for calories. I've been counting calories for like a month or two at the start of my fitness journey. And I did it to get a hang of calories. So obviously I always have in the back of my head how many calories I'm roughly consuming so that I don't overeat because it's not my goal to gain weight or to lose weight. My goal is to maintain weight, build muscle and become strong 
and fit. And the second part I quickly wanted to touch on was how working out improved my life because not only did I look better and therefore was proud at who I looked in the mirror, I also put myself into really uncomfortable situations through working out, whether it is because I lifted heavy shit that I was afraid to fail at, whether it was trying something new such as skip rope, parkour, calisthenics, gymnastic rings, running, swimming, climbing. I did it all, I tried it all out. But at the end of the day, the purpose of a workout for me is to experience discomfort. Because the more discomfort you overcome, the more your discipline and willpower and mental resilience is gonna go through the roof again. And that is what it was for me as well. Because th through the more dis un or uncomfortable situations I went, by putting myself into them consciously, the more confident I became and I'm becoming in myself and my body's abilities and capabilities to perform in different areas and scenarios of life and my day-to-day -day life. And that's why I believe every person in the world should fast and work out. Fasting is a personal thing. It works very, very well for me. I don't wanna proclaim it to be the best out there. Whatever works for you is the best. And I believe that if something works for the rest of your life and if something is going to be fun for the rest of your life, it's worth maintaining. But if it isn't and fasting might be an alternative, I tried it, it worked for me. Why don't you try it if you haven't found your path yet? And working out is just something conscious discomfort that will make you feel good, that will make you look good which will make you feel even better and it'll develop like it did for me this confidence in my abilities it will de develop this for you as well um, you're gonna become more disciplined and it's just one big keystone habit of becoming the best version of yourself because once that's in line you are your number one priority in life because if you're not going to the gym, if you're not working out in any way, shape or form, if you're not eating to the best of your abilities, you're not properly taking care of yourself, which means that other things in life, in your life, are more important than yourself. And that's something that I had to reevaluate at a really young age, which I'm grateful for, and you might have to reevaluate re that right now in your life. So you're only one decision away from having a completely different life and i believe you deserve this so that's why i'm doing this podcast anyways this is my take on health and fitness i hope these two implementations can really help you change your life working out is simple um do whatever you like doing whatever you liked doing as a child maybe join a soccer club if that was what you did as a child or do whatever sports you did as a child or start doing yoga start going on more walks just 10 to 15,000 steps a day can be a big game changer already maybe start lifting weights join a crossfit course maybe do pilates do hot yoga go swimming go hiking 
workouts don't necessarily have to be this bodybuilding heavy lifting type stuff it can be every kind of movement that is fun and that is maintainable because at the end of the day only what is maintainable will maintain and will persist so that's an important mindset shift that i want to implement for you and i'll end it with that see you next time Hi, you can hear my voice in a different setting, so that means that you're at the end of this episode. Now that you've listened to a full episode of Inside Out, I want to kindly ask you if you could leave a short review for my podcast, that would help me a lot. And other than that, I want to inspire you to take a little time out of your day after this podcast episode to reflect on what you might have learned, what a good takeaway for your current situation might be, and what of the things that I or we have talked about in this episode you're going to implement into your daily life because implementation is key to change in life and when we're learning we're listening to podcasts and stuff it's always important to implement what we've learned otherwise knowledge doesn't become power and knowledge is powerless and useless as long as you don't implement it thanks for taking the time see you next time have a good one